New Thought Guy. So today, I must give credit where credit is due. I am grateful that so many came together to vote with their consciousness. I talked about that last week, voting with your consciousness. So people did, and now they don't have to continue living steeped in their conscience. Because the conscience is usually the result of something that you did incorrectly, usually. Though all the votes have not been counted as of this morning, and that's okay. A large amount of our citizens and our fellow citizens chose integrity over party, fairness over politics, cooperation over chaos, wisdom over policy, and character over personality. Things I believe that are more important, not only in our um, leadership world of our nation and the world, but in each and every one of us. And it's something that we can grab onto, something that we can reveal easily by just having the consciousness of that, by just knowing that, well, we tend to forget that the universe has already made everything available to us. There's no competition. There's nothing we have to take. And it, it doesn't always feel that way, but it's because it's our job to awaken to this knowledge, to reveal this knowledge in our thoughts, feelings, the inspirations that we allowed, whether we are using our ego as a openness to have spirit speak through us, inspiring us, using our imagination to move forward. And each of us, by believing in it, in God, in spirit, in the universe, and in this law of compensation, and ourselves as it, we can learn and create a better us, a better nation, a better world. I have a quote this morning from Robert A. Russell um, from a book called Putting the Prosperity Idea to Work. And Robert Russell said, the most direct approach to prosperity is through the absolute. If it is true of God, it must be true in manifestation. God is all in all. It is both desire and fulfillment, prayer and its answer, idea and its manifestation. Robert Russell. So if it is true of God and God is all in all, then it must be true of each and every one of us. We are the prayer and we are the answer. We are the idea and we are the manifestation. We are the desire and we are the fulfillment of that desire because the power rests within us, the rests within our consciousness, the energy we exude. 
Now, there's been many celebrations, and you've seen, I'm sure you've seen them all, um, for our return of decency, for our return of faith, for a return of calm and a removal of a little less cray-cray in this nation. But many will still say, really? So what? What do I have to be grateful for? I'm still staying at home. People are still dying or getting sick. Businesses are still dropping like flies. What's to be grateful for? What is to be grateful for is remembering that it is our birthright. It is our power. It is our ability to awaken or reawaken, if that's what needs to be done, to the truth and to transcend these limiting beliefs that are surrounding us. If yesterday's news didn't help that for at least most of us, 70 million of us in this country and throughout the world, although they didn't vote, then we can remember through that that we are the power, we are the powerful ones who can transcend these limiting beliefs of any of our present conditions, whatever that is in, in your house and whatever ones we share. Are you struggling in the I can't? Are you allowing the edges of your limitation to show? Maybe you're playing small. Maybe you're limiting the universe. We all do it in one way or another, in one part of our lives or, or another, sometimes in a teeny little way, sometimes in big ways. Are you playing at the level of tic-tac-toe or Kirby's Dreamland from Game Boy? Do you remember that? It was a really easy uh, game on Game Boy. Maybe you're just stuck on level one or maybe level two of your game of life of your manifestations. Maybe you're just at the idea of parking spots to manifest or misplaced keys to have show up again because you've decided through the energy and the power that is your birthright to have your decision, your declaration, your revelation that these keys show up. Or are you playing full out? Not just in the process of getting things, but in the re end result of being things and ideas by shining your truth and light as a, as a customer of the inexhaustible source of the universe. Inexhaustible, infinite possibilities that are there in the universe waiting for each and every one of us. There's nothing wrong with the small play. It's a place to start. Just like hope, there's nothing wrong with being in hope, but it's a place where you start. And if you use the successes as the basis of strengthening your faith, my faith, and, and our gratitude muscles, perfecting our best words, the words that affect our heart and our feelings and the energy we exude, fleshing out our praying skills, our affirmation skills, our imagining and visualization skills by mastering the smaller stuff first, that's okay. If hope is where you need to begin to, to step into declaration and revealing, 
Start there. And I know everyone has done it. I know you've done it. I know you've demonstrated something in your life that you've decided that you've made the choice to bring into your life. You've proved it to yourself. You've proved this law. You've proved your power and ability. So go ahead, take the credit for it and use that credit to place yourself on the faith freeway or the energy expressway, the energy of the great power that is within you. I have a quote here from a modern mystic called uh, Vivian May Williams. And Ms. Williams said, we cannot possess money. And in this moment, she's talking about money, but you can put this, you put any word there, healing, etc. We cannot possess money until we perceive that the substance of our own form or identity is the same substance of wealth or abundance or healing or relation, loving relationships, etc of which money is the identity. If you believe you are spiritual and money is material, you separate yourself from it by accepting such a belief. But when you realize that money is a spiritual idea that stands in the same relationship to mind and God as a rose does, it will be visibly expressed without anxious thought. Spirit, it's a spiritual event, not a wanting event. So what is the spiritual difference between a rose bloomed in your garden and a check for a million dollars? Nothing, nothing in spirit, only in consciousness, only in the energy of allowing and expecting that idea to come into fruition. Only in the frequency that we knowingly or unknown or unknowingly attach ourselves with of being in gratitude for receiving that rose or the million dollar check or whatever amount you can be a bit out of your comfort zone about. Maybe it's a thousand dollars. Maybe it's something else. Whatever it is, the universe is ready, able, and willing to manifest either or both. There's a gentleman named David Spangler. He's a practical mystic, he calls himself. And he has this little um, meditation that he wrote. And, and just imagine with me this. Imagine you're inside a dark house dressed in a swimsuit. You're cold and you wish for warmth, you wish for light. Now you step outside the door of the house into the sunlight, out into the nature, and you realize what's going on. And you go out to your lawn chair and you lie down and you sunbathe. And then you feel the warmth and light penetrate your being. You feel so good and you're no longer cold. And you see a tree near you and you see how it also takes in the rays of the sun, turning sunlight into food and energy. It is like you, the tree, also a sunbather, absorbing the light and the warmth. Now, look at the sun. Imagine you're looking at the sun and feel your being, your beingness begin to expand and rise out of this scene that I'm speaking about towards the sun. You meld into the sun. You are the sun. You are radiating out your light upon the trees and plants 
all of nature, all of people kind, shining your light onto solar panels that people convert into energy, people sitting and absorbing your rays and feel what it is like to give out from an inexhaustible supply. Feel the difference of being the sun and being the sun bather. Feel the connection between the two. Are you seeking the warmth in your life? Are you taking the action to step into the light in your life and accepting not only the rays of the sun, but that you are the sun? Do you think of yourself as the very power and presence of the sun? Not just catching the light, but being the light. Because you are. You are the sun. When people pass by you, they should be singing, here comes the sun. Because that's you. That's me. That's each and every one of us who allow this revelation of the divine that's within us to expand, to transform, to transcend, to move forward. Living in Project Gratitude means we show up shifting our point of view, our perception from getting or taking to expecting. Not because it's some entitlement. You are entitled to it, yes, because you are of the divine, but entitlement tends to make us think of something or someone that takes or is being taken. I don't mean that kind of entitlement, taking away from others or using others, but by the expectation of an infinite availability that you just have to be aware of and allow and take your part in it, in mind, in spirit, in heart, in allowing inspiration, in moving your feet, in doing what you can here in the 3D reality. Look, and I'm not here to train you to manifest. I am here to lead you, to inspire you in recognizing and acknowledging your ability to manifest, your God-given right and power to energize the consciousness and havingness that is within you of the rose and the check, of health and loving relationships, of the great career in your life or new career in your life and a peaceful world. In Eye of the Storm, Reverend Dr. Gary Simmons of Unity Spiritual Center in Spokane wrote about this experience he had with um, Joytish Hindu astrologers. And one of the Hindu ascetics looked at him and said, listen, the future can only be regarded as probabilities floating upon a sea of infinite possibilities. What makes us so predictable is that attention and awareness continuously reframe the present moment in the context of past influences. If consciousness is in bondage to the past, or if attention is mesmerized according to ingrained patterns of awareness, the future is simply an extended line from here to tomorrow. And that's what makes the future predictable. In Project Gratitude, we refrain, reframe and refrain from, but we reframe our past and present. We realign it and release any bondage 
and it may happen in seven seconds or 70 minutes or seven years sometimes. Because prayer is like a seed, it's like an oak tree within that acorn. It's the manifestation of an idea that is already contained in the universe around it and is ready to crack open as soon as we are there to let it go. Our example in the world is to rid ourselves from any lack of awareness, to live the words of infinite availability and possibilities to do our work in the absolute because it's available for us and to shift our viewing point from the future to the now. Because when we are in the now, and when we see this idea in the now, we are in gratitude. Why? Because we are grateful for having it, because it is here now, not that it's coming. You are the conduit. You are the sun. You are the connection. So soak in the energy of the universe and creation. It's your thoughts and feelings backing them and your beliefs. It's your connection to the energy that is spirit or God or the universe or whatever you want to call it. It's your consciousness that makes your life as it is. So take a bow. Take the credit. Enjoy life. Be grateful for life. Live, laugh, love, thrive. Namaste.